Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to fadegrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's fadegrips.store with offer code CAG20. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Chocolate Bear, and this week my co-hosts are Doc H1X1. Hey, what's up? And joining us on our rotating community fourth chair is 10,000 Fists. Hello. Hello. As you can tell, I am not Risky the Kid. We had some issues recording last night and... Basically, uh, the recording was <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> we had some major audio issues, so we are recording yeah. again, and we're not tired at all. <laughs> no, no, this is not this is not early at all for me. So everything's fine. Everything's fine. I told you, Doc. Payback is a. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I get to experience a little bit what you got to deal with. So I, uh, yeah, it's it. it I, I feel for you. It is rough. <laughs> so. We're going to go straight into it. It's another week of gaming, and as this is our Thanksgiving episode, guys, what are you thankful for? Um, gaming related, we'll head to our guest, and we're going to go with the shortened Fist name, because I'm not saying 10,000 Fists throughout this podcast. So That's Fist, cool. what, are you, what are you thankful for? Oh, man, there's... there's... There's so much to be thankful for when it comes to gaming, I think. Like, but I'd say overall, it's it's kind of it's it's online gaming that I would say I'm thankful for mm-hmm. overall. Like the it's because now I think that that's before the internet and before online gaming, you would just be you the only time you could ever play games with people is if you had people around at your house, if you had enough controllers. Right. And now it's a, we're in a time where, obviously, with the internet, with online gaming being a thing now, you can you've pretty much got everyone that's got the same console as you. Even depending on the game that you're playing, you've got cra- cross-platform play now. So there's so you can it's it's opened up like a whole new world of gaming. And oh. I know it's been around for a while. I know that's it's it's been over a decade of online gaming now. But it's for me for someone that's been playing games like for close to 30 years now like it's uh it's definitely something that i'd say is probably been the best leap forward in terms of gaming sometimes the worst depending on who you're playing with (laughs) depending on if the internet wants to be the internet you know yeah there is that um and you and me we've been friends now for a Xbox friends for a long time now. Oh, um, like about at least ten years. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the the evolution of from the 360 and how the kind of the hub of playing together to what we're on now, the Xbox? It's definitely different. I mean, when I first started playing on the 360, I I didn't start the online gaming bit straight away. I was playing on the 360 for a good 
couple of years, like just without the internet, before I actually got into online gaming at all. I just got sick and tired of playing Halo 3 single player on my own and I thought man like I'm always getting I'm always getting the prompts to like connect online but I just didn't have an internet connection where I was staying at the time so I finally got round to it and like it's it's the probably my favorite gaming decision that I've made yeah yeah uh, so but in terms of like what it was like back then to how it is now I there's only so much they can really do like all they can really do is like sort of change the interfaces and the number of uh, different accessories they can sort of add on to it in terms of actually online gaming itself there's there's not that much more that they can really do as far as i'm concerned good but yeah no i agree but, it's it's one of those cool things to where you guys were talking about how long you've known each other through xbox live but just being able to stay in touch with friends through this alone is is pretty cool because you know even friends in real life, like, I think we're all guilty of this. You probably, if they, especially if they don't live near you, you probably don't stay in touch that much with, like, phone calls or whatever. But, you know, video games are an easy way to stay in touch, sometimes, you know, daily, you know, with friends that you don't have the same kind of interaction with on a daily basis anymore. Oh, yeah, definitely. So oh, Without a doubt. And I think also it opens up a whole new friendship circle as well, doesn't it? I mean, you've got your... Totally. Yeah, you've got your close friends, your real life friends, you've got your online friends, and to be honest, well, me, hundred percent, I talk to my online friends a hell of a lot more than I talk to my real life friends. Oh, it's, nowadays, hundred percent for me too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. yeah. It's amazing. Um, right, so moving on, Doc, yourself, what are you thankful for? Um. Uh, two things. One, that we beat the dirty British scum in the War of uh, 1776, or <laughs> Revolutionary War. You know, that was a that was a big moment, you know, in, in uh, I think, world history, for that matter. You know, I think we you can know, all rejoice in that. You know there's uh, two of us on this podcast, right? We're, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I do. There was, there was tactically, uh, I, I, you know, last night I saved it for the bloopers, but now I'm just like, you know, I'm outnumbered. We just got to go for it. So, uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I would, I would kind of also say just um you guys were speaking about how you know online has changed from you know even 10 years ago or however long you want to go back i would also say the the bar or i guess the entry point as far as cost and how much i would argue it how much cheaper it is than ever to to play video games and get into video games um you know, back when I was a kid, I started with the NES, SNES, 64, and, you know, 64, for example, you were paying $70, $60 for a cartridge, a new game, um, and your only other option was to either rent it for $5 for a couple days, or, you know, back then, you didn't have this two months later, the the game is 50% off or 60% off, you know, Um so you didn't, unless you just borrowed it from a friend or just got it at some random, you know, bargain bin shop a year or so later, you didn't have the deals back then that you do today. Oh, I mean, uh, the no, deals, deals yeah. now, it's, it's amazing how developers, Xbox, everybody, PlayStation, Switch, well, not necessarily the Switch, but how they're still trying to get that customer retention, um, getting new customers in. Totally. It's... yeah. It's fantastic that we can now, well, gaming is affordable 
I mean, yeah. obviously, salaries yeah. have helped as well because they have not stayed stagnant, but game prices have, and discounts are coming quicker. Totally. And, and you think about things like Game Pass and uh, other, you know, EA Access, things like that. As much as people early on wanted to hate on the idea of stuff like that, that stuff has, you know, t- you know, what can you say? Ten bucks a month. I think Game Pass has two hundred and three games in it right now. You know, that's that's insane. You know, like I said, I I I mean, only fifteen years ago, I was renting a game for you know five ten dollars for a couple days, <laughs> a game. You know. Yeah. Uh, and you know now I've just got two hundred at my fingertips for ten dollars a month, so it's uh it's it's pretty cool, and it also gives us the problem nowadays of uh, having a backlog that we'll never be able to complete. Uh, you know, used to, you know used to you 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 bought a game, you beat the game, and and that was that. Now it's oh uh, well, I've started about fifty of these games. Uh, I haven't beat any of them. Um, yeah, <laughs> so. Yes. It's first, not, you know, first world problems, I guess. I don't oh, know. Without yeah. a doubt. <laughs> yeah. But it's also no longer a pile of shame, is it? It's a hard drive of shame. And... Yeah. <laughs> well, and everybody's in the same boat. So, you know, unless you're just, uh, uh, you, unless you're over at Real Gamer Score and you're actually completing games for the, for the, uh, for the uh, achievement, achievement points and stuff, <laughs> you're, you know, and you're probably not completing a lot of them nowadays for really anybody, you know, for the most part. So. Uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it's a good problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Fantastic for us, the consumer. Um, yeah. We're going to head over to Risky, who's going to, in. I was just about to say, insert his comments, which just does not sound right at all. <laughs> but uh, take it away, Risky. Let us know what you think or what you're thankful for. Thanks for that, Chocolate. I would say that first and foremost, I'm probably thankful for my great co-hosts who are willing to re-record an episode of the podcast uh, about six or seven hours after we had just finished wrapping one up. (laughs) Um, So shout out to you guys for taking care of that. Um, What am I thankful for, though? Um, What I said in our first recording was that I'm thankful for fast travel in games. Uh, Maybe I took the topic a little too lightly, but seriously, sit back and think a minute. How many of your games would be ruined if you didn't have fast travel? Yep, you thought about it? Some of that would be pretty rough. Because even nowadays with like Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, you only have fast travel one way. And that hurts my heart. So shout out to every game out there that lets me fast travel from point A to point B and saves me all that time and on a more serious note um, I'm definitely thankful for the cross-atlantic gaming community all the people that support us in every single way you're all amazing and uh, yeah I'll throw it back over to chocolate and the guys take care and we're back thank you risky for that thank you risky and right for me I am thankful, and this is super cheesy, and it's a little bit shameful, but Fist's kind of touched on it. It's the internet, but how now we've kind of developed the the whole social side of it more, having Discord, um, us here at Cross Atlantic Gaming, having our community. 
for me, I'm I'm thankful for that. It's it's opened up avenues of new games, uh, new ways to be creative as well. Um, mm-hmm. With our few ridiculous YouTube videos we we throw up, and uh, my alter ego of uh, <laughs> he he's you know he's loving it. It's um, that's the same. Wait, that's the same person. What? What? Hey, uh, have I just broken I've, the, I've, the fourth wall? The... I've seen those YouTube thumb clips, and that guy is jacked, is all I'm saying. He so, is hench. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I'd hate to think how long he spends in the gym and playing the games to get good. I mean, um, that guy. You know. And he's got some moves, I'll tell you. Yeah. He has got some moves. I've seen, I've seen the gameplay. <laughs> yeah, but I've, I've seen Chocolate Bear in real life, and you ain't fooling me. <laughs> You're saying... <laughs> You're saying that might not be the most accurate representation of the uh, the the man, the myth, the legend. Well, let's just chocolate. put it let's put it this way. Last week, I actually only just listened to <laughs> last week's podcast last night. Yeah, and uh, Chocolate Bear sort of made the the whole comment about uh, basically how I'm a man trapped in a child's body type <laughs> comment. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So, true, true. Uh, let's just say if Chocolate Bear is is as jacked up in uh, in those pictures as he says he is, then I must be at least six foot tall. <laughs> That's how it translates. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Are you standing yeah. on top of yourself? Anyway, right. Moving on. Um, Doc, we're in the festive mood. We're in the holiday spirit. Yeah. You've got an announcement to make. I do. I Take do. it away. Um, so we are going to, um, we talked about it, and we really want to go ahead and do a Secret Santa this year. So basically the way that is going to work is, you know, we're going to handle everything as far as behind the scenes, but um, you will get paired up with a another person. Um, they won't, you know, Secret Santa, so they won't, nec- they won't know that you are paired up with them. Um, and we're, I think we decided to cap it at $15. Is that right? Chocolate? Yeah. I um, think we're going for a $15 yeah, plateau. Um, um, for the, uh, for the English what, guys, we'll try, we'll, we'll try and, and keep it, it, we'll keep the number at 15. Um, obviously yeah. that's your max spend 15. Yeah. Um, we're going to try uh, as best we can to get a lot of it sorted as quickly as possible because we know, you know, there's a lot of good deals going on this coming week and that would be a good time to, yeah, you know, try to maybe lock down some of those. Um, but, I, you know, worst case scenario, the way I look at it is even regardless of what gets straightened out or not, um, the physical copies are probably going to be the cheapest way to go anyways. And we are going to take care of the problem of you will get paired up with somebody in your region. So even if you have to say... Let's say you didn't go digital and you got a real cheap physical copy. You, you're going to mail it to somebody within your region. It's not going to be. You're not going to be mailing overseas or anything like that. Yeah, no, no one so, to Australia um, or uh, exactly. The UK yeah, and same vice versa with, in the yeah. US. So if you want to gift digital or send it via mail, a physical copy, whichever you get, a, uh, you know, happen to get a good deal on, um, that's going to be doable. Um, so yeah, so we're going to kind of get all that straightened out in the coming uh, week or weeks. Um, we'll. You know, let everybody know in Discord and um, kind of do some direct messages, kind of get all that set up. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a, a cool way just to get everybody in the community involved, and it's a, it's a fun thing to do. You know, um, uh, just uh, you know to hey, you get a free free game from somebody, and uh, 
and you can also kind of have some fun with it too. So yeah, uh, that's course. all I'll say about that. Uh, uh, with that, I'll add that I did see uh, uh, Paw Patrol was recently on sale. So uh, <laughs> throwing it out there. I've, um, we will we'll throw a channel up on Discord shortly, mm-hmm. and um, we've already got a handful of people that want to join in. So um, yeah, if you are a listener um, on YouTube or you've downloaded the podcast. There is no better time than to join Discord and jump in our secret Santa. For real, guys. Yeah, it's we are. Uh, what better? You know, we talk about earlier. We're thankful for community and gaming online and stuff like that. Discord is the epitome of that. Just to where, you know, whether I'm um, on lunch break at work, I'm at home or wherever, I can pull up my phone, pull up a computer, and just chat with my buddies that I play video games with. It's pretty great, and we're yeah. there all the time. It's yeah, come join it. Definitely. Links will be in the show notes. Moving on. Who wants a game giveaway? I think everybody does. Um, <laughs> let's talk about our snapshot contest. So, this is easy. Simple. You need to join Cross Atlantic Gaming on the Xbox Clubs. You need to throw up a clip. It can be your worst, funniest. It can be hundreds of Titanfall clips as someone else has uh, <laughs> uploaded. Hint, hint. Um and what we need, we need your clips in by the 1st of December, and then we will announce the winner around the 8th of December, around our recording. It's like the second week of December. Um, we are starting to do now, only one clip will be entered as your air quotes best clip that you want in. Um, so... Risky is going to handle that. He's going to DM people who send in multiple clips. We're not saying you can't send in multiple clips. Please do. <laughs> um, it keeps just, that club active. Yeah, just want to reiterate uh, quality over quantity, though, is, uh, <laughs> is is always a good way to look at it. Um, and then I'll compile a YouTube video of some of our favorites, and the grand finale will be the, the winning clip. Um, and you get to win either $10, £10, or a month of Game Pass. It's it's your choice. Not bad. Pretty what, yeah. super easy way to win. Uh, yeah, and that's and what we're like, about. Yeah, Black Friday, Black Friday, and everything coming up. Like it, it, ten bucks goes a long ways. Hmm. Right. Let's hit what we've been playing. Let's go to our guest. <laughs> Hold up, there, chocolate. See what chocolate doesn't understand is that I'm the one that edits the podcast. So if I want to go first and talk about what I've been playing, I'm going to go ahead and do that. So uh, bear with me, folks, while I tell you a little bit about what I got to play this week. So the big thing for me, the new thing for me, the thing that isn't Blackout, you should all be happy that I'm not playing so much Blackout, is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. Um I chose the Pikachu version because a coworker was picking up Eevee and I figured if we did it that way we'd be able to trade. Although I'm assuming trading online is a thing. It was a thing in the 3DS games apparently, so probably didn't need to pick the Pikachu version and I don't think I would have, but but whatever. Um what I'll say about this new Pokemon game is that it is a great jumping off point or a yeah, I, yeah, a great jumping off point uh, for new people to the series. I think this is this game is totally targeted towards the Pokemon Let's Go mobile app crowd. 
because uh, there's definitely a lot of parallels there, especially with the battling. So anytime you run into a Pokemon in the wild, instead of having actual fights with your different moves and whatnot, uh, you're just throwing a Pokeball, uh, which kind of takes away from the game a little bit. Um, I think they definitely upped the amount of just random encounters throughout the world with other trainers. Uh, and in those scenarios, you actually are going to battle people. Um, but as far as the catching of the Pokemon goes, like I said, that's just throwing a Pokeball. You're literally just aiming and hitting the A button <laughs> and uh, hoping that you catch them. There's things like raspberries and other little lures and stuff like that that you can uh, soften them up to actually capture the Pokemon. Uh, so that's all pretty basic. The best addition to this game, I think, is that there's no longer random encounters. Um, every Pokemon that you're going to be able to catch out in the wild, you're actually going to be able to see first. Uh, this is great if you're trying to hunt for certain Pokemon. This is also great if you're just trying to avoid these random encounters altogether, because you can just be zigzagging through the grass, avoiding all the Pidgeys and Oddishes and all the stuff that you've already run into or you're tired of fighting for the upteenth time. Uh, this is really good about that. So that's definitely a step in the right direction, and I hope that we'll see that from now on in the rest of the Pokemon games. Um, I do hope they bring back the battling system, though, for uh, the encounters with Pokemon, at least. Um, other than that, it's a, it's a great-looking game. It seems like it's staying true to Yellow. Um, I didn't play Yellow, but as far as I knew, it was just kind of a step above red and blue just like a few things were added but it was pretty much the same story with the same trainers uh the same gym battles that kind of stuff as far as progress goes i did make it up to the first city in the first gym i fought brock and got myself a boulder badge so just seven more badges boys and we in there um but yeah, I think that's really all for Pokemon. It looks really good as well. Um, so yeah, and the music. The music's great. It's a lot of the old original music. It just remixed a little bit, and I think they really did a good job with the score. So definitely worth checking out if you're into Pokemon, especially if you've never played before. For I know there's a lot of people in the community that they may have been too old for Pokemon back in the day, um, and I think this game's a nostalgia trip for some. But I think this is also, like I said, a good place to hop in for your first time. So if you never got into Pokemon, I think it might be worth a shot uh, checking this out. The other thing that I've been playing that isn't Blackout was Moonlighter. I touched on it last week. I hadn't really gotten that far into it. Um, but I've recently gotten into my second, the second set of dungeons. I think they're the forest dungeons. Uh, you get there by beating the boss that's on like the fourth floor of the first dungeon. Um, so I've just been doing a bunch of upgrading. And as you get further down into each dungeon, you start getting better artifacts. You can sell them for more money. And that's just kind of like what the progression loop is. You're going to go down, get artifacts, sell them for the right prices. And then you're going to upgrade your armor, upgrade your weapons, so you can go farther down into the dungeon, find more rare items, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I just beat the final, or the boss from, like, dungeon number one, the merchant dungeon, 
and I've now gone into the second one. I haven't really progressed much into there. But, like, I have uh, the blacksmith, obviously, the enchantment lady uh, in the town, and the shop's looking good. The Moonlighter store is good. We have fair prices, so come on down. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been playing for the week. Um, now I guess we can go listen to 10,000 Fists and what he's been playing this week. Also, welcome to the show, friend. Fists, what have you been rocking recently well, this last week? I, as you sort of touched on last week, I, I am very much uh, a FIFA player. Um, no, I've not been. I, I've not <laughs> been on it as much this week, though. Um, to those that, I get it. to those that actually play the game, will have noticed that there's been a bit of a decline in the uh, in the gameplay recently. Heard about um, that? The yeah. game does seem to be having a lot of issues at the moment. Servers um, are sorted now, though. EA themselves I, even uh, just played a few uh, games this they, morning. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they, there's a part of Ultimate Team called uh, Squad Builder Challenges, and they had they'd put a couple of these up in the last week, and actually had to take them back down a couple of hours later due to um, things that they'd overlooked, like when when posting them that there was one of them that people were able to basically use the the challenge to make profit on coins, which EA wasn't happy about, like. And one of the other SBCs, they'd released the the final reward, like the player was in the wrong position. Um, oh, I saw that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so they had to like take these squad builders down, and the the pretty much the entire community. Like I was check, uh, keeping a close eye on it on Twitter. They were they were outraged. Uh, we're always outraged. The FIFA well, community. Yeah. The, it, the, you can't be a FIFA player without having a bit of rage of some oh. sort in there. <laughs> It's just not possible. That's great. So uh, my my lack of FIFA playing this week has been very much taken up by uh, Battlefield Five. Hell yeah! I have been on that pretty much all the time. You've been uh, squatting up with Doc as well, haven't you? Quite yeah, a lot, and, yeah. Yeah, me and Thousands have been having some pretty good gaming sessions on Battlefield, but some pretty pretty intense fun sessions as long as we're not attacking at the last stage on rotterdam we're pretty much happy <laughs> uh, yeah that map like attacking on that map is an absolute nightmare you just if you're not defending then you you're just always posi- like position wise you're at a disadvantage they've always got like the high ground over you no matter what yeah, yeah. i joined you for that uh, for one of those games and i can yeah it is it is dreadful we had no we had no angle on the uh, on the objective, did we? And we were getting mowed yeah. down. If you are facing a team that is even halfway competent, that the last uh, two objective waves that you have to go through um, on on specifically on Grand Operations Airborne is uh, brutally hard. Um, yeah. And if you don't control the upper causeway bridge, there's no chance. I mean, it's and it's just it's one of those things where when you get into a game of sixty four players. Your squad can really be, as I, as we like to say, playing the objective, uh, and your teammates can, if they're not, if if at least half of them aren't pulling their weight, it, it's 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 near impossible to come out victorious on those. So, yeah. So it's it's aside from that one map, otherwise it, it is. It, 
the, all the other maps and the whether you're attacking or defending is it is a really really good game i'm i totally. am really really enjoying it it does have its issues yeah um yeah it, it fair share to be yeah to be fair there is quite a few right now that we're hoping you know over time gets gets fixed but yeah I think one of my one of my favorites that I, I ended up finding up my own personal fix for was that when you're playing on a map where you can use aircraft, uh, for some reason the German bombers you can get like all three seats filled up. Like if you're yeah. if you're flying a German bomber, your squad mates can join you in the bomber and take up the other gunner seats. But if you're on the the British side and you're piloting a bomber, it, uh, the the British bombers only have two seats in them but nobody can spawn on you to take up the gunner seat yeah so <laughs> so your backside's left yeah open. Uh, so <laughs> well, you would think <laughs> you would you would think that but obviously it, when you're uh no matter what vehicle you're in you can press the a button to switch seats so if you're fast enough i discovered this myself i did upload a clip of it which almost worked um where i switched from the pilot seat to the rear gunner seat shot at the person that was behind me and then quickly tried to switch back to the pilot seat to carry <laughs> on flight the guy that was behind me and I, I did end up getting the kill on him but he crashed into the back of the plane so i ended up dying by accident it said in oh the clip. I, s- I saw that cliff actually yeah he took out yeah. the left wing it looked like yeah he pretty much just uh, where I, if i'd have gotten back to my pilot seat maybe a, a couple of seconds quicker and i could have maybe avoided him but uh yeah that's the uh, that's the only way around that problem in the game at the moment that i've yeah, yeah. been able to work out so i'm hoping that the update definitely sort of fixes that so you can have a squad mate cover your ear as a strategy though that legit does work though <laughs> it does like, you can switch back and forth pretty quick and and typically the fighter pilot on your tail does not expect it does not see it coming because you know anybody that's played the game long enough now knows that the british bomber theoretically you shouldn't have anybody shooting back at you <laughs> but uh so you definitely get some people that are like oh what the hell like <laughs> i want to say that i've seen clips in battlefield 4 where people have flown jets and have spawned out the jet managed to get a shot off with a sniper rifle and then landed back in their jet and flown oh, totally. off totally it, it's ridiculous yeah yeah some of the battlefield 4 stuff back in the day like they had the only in battlefield moment trailers they would put out and some of that stuff was just wild. Like you said, you'd be flying a jet, hop out, RPG another jet, kill it, fall back down, and your and you and your jet was at an angle to where it was just kind of slowly gliding down. You hop back in the cockpit and then take off and then bomb somebody else. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. people were just insane at that game. That some of the things, fantastic. Yeah. I would love um, to know though, with the whole one-upsmanship thing, when it comes to gaming, is where's the next person going to go from that? it's always somewhere well yeah i'm just trying to think where can you go that's um to me that's the epitome of try and one up that and i don't think you can unless you're going out of a plane (laughs) into a boat flight jumping out your boat and taking out everybody that would be yeah it's Uh, like driving a tank off a cliff like firing the main gun behind you to get more speed and then like rotating the turret (laughs) round as you're going off the cliff to like shoot at somebody way off in the or, distance I'm trying somehow to think. or like you fly off the cliff and you and you land on a plane and kill the plane that way like... <laughs> have you two watched the expendables ever so recently yes. because that sounds exactly like the yes. <laughs> the scene yes. from it um i know what you're talking about yeah. um god i did have a i did have a funny moment um 
where I was playing the bomber um, on, I can't remember what map it was. I think Jack Frags even had something similar on a different map. But I was in the bomber and I was flying kind of uh, beside a cliff and somebody had jumped off the cliff and literally I got the kill because they clipped my wing. Like, I guess I cut them in half or something. I don't know if they were falling down, but like I got the kill and I'm like, what the hell just happened? And I, and I recorded it and I went back and watched and the guy had fell off the cliff and I just clipped him with my wing as I flew by. So like, yeah, random stuff, I guess, but I'll take the kill on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, anything else fists you've been playing or has it just been battlefield? In, t- in terms of console gaming, yeah, it's pretty much just been Battlefield. There, I do uh, do a little bit of mobile gaming every now and then as well. Um, yeah, you, you play, is it, co- it's, is it Conquest? Uh, Ma- Marvel Contest of Champions. Ah, oh, that's the one. And so, have you been uh, getting on on that? Uh, I've been crushing it, <laughs> very much. That's really the only way to describe it. Just be modest, why don't you? <laughs> just, just been <laughs> killing it up and down. Just... Uh, no, I've, it's... Uh, I've I've been doing like my usual stuff with that, just like the sort of the usual kind of grinding that a game like that requires. Um, it's it, it a good way to think of it is like it's it's like people that play Ultimate Team on FIFA know it's all about collecting the best players that you want to like get your combination of players for your team or whatever. It's kind of like Ultimate Team, but instead of like playing football, you're using Marvel characters in a sort of beat 'em up game. And it yeah. is, it's actually yeah. a sort of more skill-based game than you'd actually think. Um, so so, so I, I, I did quite like it. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I play something similar. It's uh, Marvel Strike Force. But the yep. last couple of weeks, I've just fallen off the off the cliff. I've plateaued on that. So I'm a bit like, I'll leave it on my phone. If I pick it up again, I'll pick it up. If I don't, I don't. So, yeah, other than... Um, I was going to ask you a thousand because uh, I got to I got to hear the go between between you and Sweeney in the party chat the other day, but uh, I finally got to hear uh, about how <laughs> you beat Sweeney in in FIFA. And oh God! I'll the be legendary honest, I thought, moment. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 you know, I, I, I really thought Sweeney was the the uh, the champion. So when I heard that, then I heard you guys kind of go your have your back and forth. I was, you know, I was like, oh, okay. This is all getting right. heated up. <laughs> all, all I'll say on in in regards to that is like me and Sweeney, we've played quite a few games against each other, both like in Ultimate Team and in just sort of general friendlies matches. Um, he, I'm not gonna lie, he has beaten me in the majority of games. Okay. That we've okay. played. So. All right. But I won the one game that really did matter to me right, in the league. <laughs> that, that... I could see the lead up to that happening. Just, I was like, Doc has set this up for you to do it. So I'm, I'm sorry, Sweeney. Like it's that is the one game. If there was a one game I wanted to beat, beat you in, then it was that one. Sweeney but is I... just like gripping his fist right now. As he's oh, he, he, is, he is ready to unleash hell on me next time we speak. That <laughs> yeah. is for sure. But I do still need to play the away game against him. Like each team plays each other twice—a home game and an away game. So I've still, oh, I do okay. still need so he, to, play, I do still need to play him again. So there's every chance he could still be in, in that one. Yeah, yeah. and it's, um, that league is hotting up though. I mean, with with the loss, not I'm not taking the uh, the Mick Sweeney, but that loss to Sweeney has now kind of just erupted the league <laughs> into because. Even myself, I thought, oh, Sweeney's more or less got this because if he beats me, I'm buggered. I'm not going to be able to catch him. And I thought he'd take out everyone else. But 
that loss has given us hope. Um, I think I mentioned <laughs> I I threw away a couple of points to Soccer Greg, so I'm kind of out of the running unless I can I can do one over on Sweeney and on Fists as well. But all of the, my games have been pretty close to be honest. Like I've only when you look at the scores, all of my games I've only won by one goal. Whether I'd concede if I didn't concede a goal, then I've only won like one nil. But otherwise, I don't, it would always be like. 2-1 or 3-2 or something like that so it's like I'm only just winning my games it's not as if I'm absolutely thrashing anyone like I've seen in some of the games that's one of those things <laughs> but it's great and um, Doc what have you been well do we need to ask what you've really been playing <laughs> I mean uh, uh, what, you know obviously Battlefield 5 really no. really enjoying that game um, I've already pretty much said my piece about it but um yeah, I, 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 you know, as, as as amped as I was for that game, for it to come out, and even though it's a Battlefield launch, it's got its problems, a fair share of them. I think I'm still surprised at how good this Battlefield was, and like, and I've told a lot of people I think it's the best one since Battlefield Three. Um, but it looks good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, looks good, plays good. It's got issues they need to work out. I'm confident they'll do yeah. it, but looks good, plays good. All the DLC's free. I, I can't complain about much else really at that point. So, do you think it's um, far enough or a good enough step away from the likes of Call of Duty's Blackout? Um, yeah, more so than ever because, um, granted, it, it didn't get re- well. It got recorded, but it won't go. It won't air. We we talked about uh, me and Risky talked about how this year more than ever. Call of Duty and Battlefield have separated themselves even further apart, and and what I mean by that is, and what and what I'm about to say about Call of Duty, two things. One, I don't, I haven't played it much, so I can't necessarily speak from any kind of level of expertise. But also, I don't mean this in a bad way either when I say this. But if you were to say play Call of Duty Blackout and you were going up against somebody with armor, they're gonna feel like a bullet sponge almost. To, to at that point, you're gonna get a lot of hits on them, and and they're, you're gonna hear that ting 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 ting. You know the little hit markers, yeah. a lot of hits. They're gonna feel like a bullet sponge in a way, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but it just that it will because then you compare that to like Blackout, which almost or uh, Battlefield Five, which almost feels like a hardcore version of previous Battlefield games, and you get one or two chest or head sh- uh, or chest shots on somebody, they're down, done, that's it. Like you know, the, they're the firefight's over. It does. Um, um, it does seem it's a lot harder to take someone down in in Blackout, and especially if they've got that level three armor. Totally. Again, it's it is. Which you know, nothing hard. N- yeah, not saying that's good or bad or anything. It's just there is a clear difference in how yeah. they feel uh, in terms of taking on somebody, how quick they die. Like we talked about last night, time to kill, time to kill in in, in Battlefield is super low. Time to kill in Blackout is relatively high compared. Yeah. Um, not not saying that you can't get a sniper headshot on somebody and down them in one go and stuff like that in Blackout, but for the most part, the average firefights are much longer in Blackout. Yeah. And uh, I know Risky um, was saying that um, he found it slightly difficult jumping between the two games because oh, yeah. they were so because of all these things you've mentioned and they are so different. Um, yeah, you know, used to it might have been somewhat easier, but now it's yeah harder than ever. I would I would argue it's almost impossible to jump back between both and be competent at both. Really, yeah. I'd um, be interested to see about team deathmatch though, uh, because obviously Risky's. How many hours has he mentioned that he's been playing <laughs> I think Blackout? He was, that he's posted that picture. I think it was. Uh, 
Uh, I don't want to get it wrong, but I yeah. think it was like 160 or 170 something. Else. Yeah, and he's uh, tier 80, isn't he, at the moment? So, uh, yeah, I yeah. mean, that's the mode he's been playing. So I'd be interested to know whether playing um, kind of team deathmatch, whether there's a, a similar feel or if they have, there is that clear definition of that's the Call of Duty gameplay. This is the Battlefield gameplay. Yeah, I think but, it's only getting more that way. I think they're only delineating themselves more. And I mean, yeah, Battlefield Five's got a got their own version of Battle Royale coming out. But even even then, I think it's only going to hedge more towards the side of like if you've got a car ninety eight and and Battlefield Five is a Battle Royale mode. I'm sure that's still going to be a one two shot kill. You know. Yeah. So I I, I still think they're going to feel different enough even in that mode. I think it's going to but, be more uh, tactical. I think it's going to, yeah. Once that drops, I think it's going to be more of a PUBG. It will definitely feel, feel more like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Not not so much in the jank. Hopefully, more in just well, the touch time. Wood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've been playing a lot of that. Can't speak highly enough of that. If I've said it before, if you've got EA access, just try it out. It's really good. There's plenty of us on there playing now too. Um, that and Fallout seventy six. I'm actually really. I, this is a surprise for me. I'm really getting into that game. Um, uh, so last night I, we had Chaotic on. Um, yeah, yeah, in which he's put quite a bit more time in it. Yeah, and um, he was saying how, well, from what we could gather every time he cut out, but... <laughs> which was tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, for the grasps we got from it was how, um, how he was pleasantly surprised, well, not pleasantly surprised, really happy the fact that the multiplayer is good in the game. Yeah. It, it's, it's, and this is not a, I wouldn't say this is necessarily a positive or a negative, but this game is Fallout 4 if it was online, and that is purely, that. It, like literally this game is if you were to boot up Fallout 4 and you happen to see your buddy walk up to you in game. That is what this is. And, and I say that is what this is, not, completely like they've changed some stuff perk system things like that there's there is differences um but i guess what is strange to me is because i liked fallout 4 but not enough to play it to its entirety and beat it uh, i think i got you know somewhat far in it i got through uh, up to the brotherhood uh, of steel quest line and pretty far into that but i didn't i never beat the game and i never felt compelled to this however like i i am all in as far as playing frequently and and progressing the different side quests and stuff in the game it's i don't know something about the whole base building scavenging with friends building a base with friends like dailies weeklies i said it last night but as, as stupid as it is to say like mmos the whole weekly daily thing it does keep me it does keep me coming back to a game that i enjoy to play so that's in a, in a way a really a good thing um but yeah, I, I've I've really enjoyed it. I, I it, it surprised me. I didn't think I would like it this much, and I'm enjoying playing it for sure. Fist, have you? Um, I know you haven't got it, but have you been keeping an eye on streams and reading up on Fallout seventy six? Not a great deal. Like I've got a couple of friends uh, on my Xbox friends list who said that they'd sort of let me know how it is because I think my one big concern uh, was. Obviously, uh, Bethesda did do the whole Elder Scrolls Online thing first. <laughs> and when that first came out, obviously, a lot of people were disappointed with, like, really... The over... Like, a, a, a few different things, but there was... 
I think there was like the lack of real stuff to do initially and yeah. how much of a grind fest that game really was when it first came out and I think like when it comes to buying games like I, I'm cautious usually if it's if it's something like FIFA that I play every year I know I'm getting that I know I'm going to play that every year no matter what but when it's other when it's something like this that's a company that sort of it can it's known to make great games but does it occasionally drop a hot yeah (laughs) hot steamy one that's it uh i just kind of think right well i'm gonna let other people test it out first and get their response to it but from from what i'm hearing yeah it's it does seem like it's it's one of those ones where if you've got as long as you've got friends to play it with then it's it's something definitely, that everyone's going to really enjoy. Like it's yeah. one of those games you don't want to be playing it by yourself or with. I, I guess you could play it with randoms as well. And yeah, you, you um, could, but, it, it, but it's, it does encourage it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, we, it, it's funny we were talking about uh, Battlefield having its issues. This game definitely has its issues right now as far as bugs. I mean, hey, it's a Fallout game. We all knew what to expect. But I would say this one in particular has a lot of bugs. Um, not, and I'm not defending that in any way. And maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment with this in Battlefield. But um, this has got some real issues that they're going to have to pan out in terms of just bugs that you will see around every corner. Um, just stuff not UI not working. Like you'll go into a station, the menu not coming up. You, you can't get out of the station. An enemy is invisible, they're there, and you have to just swing at the air to kill them and end the mission. Like, this game has its fair share of bugs, which, you know, I'm confident that they will work out over time and, and not excusing that, but I, I guess it says something that, to the fact that I've still had a lot of fun despite all that. Um, but, yeah, anybody going into this game, because this is a full-price $60 game, it is it has got its fair share of bugs right now for sure. Yeah. Uh, t- from what I've seen on some of the streams... Uh, uh- I think it looks, I said this last night, I think it looks vibrant, gorgeous, um, obviously in the setting of the nuclear West bombs Virginia. dropping. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it, I think it, it looks lovely. Um, some of the gameplay I've seen is, is all right. I've seen a few bugs. I'm unsure whether I'd I'd jump on it and get it. Um, I might look at a sale, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Um Will come to me finally from what I've been playing, and just to bore you all as usual, it's been FIFA and Battlefield. Um, I won't Hell dive. Yeah. Yes, I won't dive too much into it apart from I need to brush up and get good at Battlefield because uh, that's a being, a, being a in a squad cuff. definitely helps though. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. you could see you two because you've played longer than I have and played mm-hmm. together longer. There was there was the cohesion. There was the the squad play elements where uh, I think I was a bit of a, I don't know, of running around headless chicken, I think uh, well, half the time. I would say more than ever too. No, just knowing the maps, it, it, it all goes hand in hand, you know, it's a new game, new maps, uh, you know, it, all that matters, you know? So, yeah. I mean, it, it'll only get better over time. Yeah. yeah. Great game. Great game. Right. We are going into our next section, which is the black Friday deals. This is going to make me laugh because I'm going to read them out. Oh, God. Right, so here we go. So, first deal we've seen is a PS4 with Spider-Man for $200. Obviously, I'm an Englishman, so, Doc, you're going to have to 
that, yeah, it's a fantastic deal because basically PS4s normally go for um, two ninety nine right now, so that's two hundred with. Uh, you know, I'm, I've not played it yet. I've actually got it in my PS4 to, to start up for our game of the year discussion. But uh, it uh, it is easily, um, I would say, just by its Metacritic reviews and stuff, one of the best PS4 exclusives you can get. So that is a great deal. So this is the time to, if you haven't got the PS4, jump on, get Spider-Man for free. Well, absolutely, essentially well, free. That's like the that, one game that I would want to get a PS4 for is, is Spider-Man. The, yeah. I'm with you. That if I'm if I would ever, I, not that I'm going to because I can't, I can't justify the, maybe not the outlay of money, but the the time spent in trying to play that and another console. I think my wife would uh, send me to work even longer. So yeah, <laughs> I won't be doing that. Um, but that would be the game I'd want to jump in. So I'm a bit gutted that PlayStation got the exclusive, but good on them. Yeah, and it's been doing well. Um, yeah, absolutely. Another deal here, we've got an Xbox One X Gold Rush Special Edition. So this is the, it's not the grey, is it? But it's like a tinted, radiant, golden... Yeah, yeah, almost a, uh, uh, I think they kind of went for like a, almost an army brownish green kind of color, but like a grey and brownish green kind of gradient color. Um, uh, I guess to theme it like for Battlefield, I guess you could say. Yeah, in the trenches. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there you go. (laughs) With that, you get Battlefield 5 and you get an additional controller, and that is $429. Looking at uh, one of the other deals, we've got an Xbox One X for $400. So you're getting a controller and the game for for just under $30, which sounds unreal. Yeah, it's it's a crazy good deal. And and that is... uh, specifically you know it's a brand new game and it's one that definitely takes uh, full advantage of the one x in terms of uh you know the uh, fidelity and everything oh. so yeah without a doubt um we're going to move on to the switch we've got mario kart well the, a switch and mario kart for 300 dollars. is that a good deal doc I'd yeah say. yeah um i want to say that switches currently go for uh i think they go for 300 but i guess that's with the game i could be wrong about that actually i'm not as familiar with what a switch is going for right now um so not quite sure how good of a deal that is because obviously mario kart's been out for a while also okay um Um, for you guys who um enjoyed us talking about fifa over in the states now fifa 19 is 30 dollars. perfect time to jump on and have a have a try of that um you've got ac odyssey at 35 dollars there's Black Ops 4, $35. There is Starlink Starter Pack, which is the Star Fox mini figurine toy. Um, I don't say cross play, but that crossover kind of. Right, yeah, with uh, yes, a couple of the, the ship characters. And the, yeah. yeah, Toys Alive, um, all that. Yeah. Uh, which sounded really, really good. Um, Doc, I know you at last night were excited about this one, so I'll let you talk about it. Oh, uh, yeah, so Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. Um, another fantastic exclusive um, from PlayStation. Actually, probably one of, maybe my favorite exclusive, this or Bloodborne, this gen for PlayStation, to where, you know, robotic dinosaurs in a, well, you don't know if it's Earth or not, but, you know, what looks like Earth, and you don't know if it's post-apocalyptic, 
or what what exactly is going on, but you basically have these robotic dinosaurs roaming the earth and what looks like primitive tribes of human beings. Really cool sci-fi game, excellent game on the PS4, looks amazing, plays really good, open-world style game. Um, this complete edition, which has the DLC Frozen Wilds, $10, and that is a crazy good deal for a excellent, excellent game. Um, me personally, if you were to have like exclusives for the PlayStation, I would say Bloodborne, Horizon Zero Dawn, and probably The Last of Us Remastered, and then maybe Spider-Man. So this is one of the four I would say you would have to have, and for $10, that's a no-brainer. Um, maybe the I would argue the best deal on this list. So, no. that's some strong words, Doc. Strong words. <laughs> yeah, it's a good um, game. Good game. Right, we're jumping over to the UK because we're not going to forget you guys. So you have a PlayStation Four, one terabyte, black slim console with God of War, was three nine nine, is now two nine nine. That is unbelievable. There is another one which which I would argue is probably the better PlayStation deal. So another one terabyte PlayStation 4 Pro with Spider-Man. You also get Doom. You also get Fallout 76. And then you also get Now TV. Now that one was 476, is now three, we'll call it 390. It's a penny off. 390. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Uh, you know, you get some... You get a latest release game with Fallout 4, uh, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Spider-Man, which is shooing contender for game of the year, and then you get Doom as well. I loved Doom. That was, I really, I'm I right really there with that game when that came out. I, I, I would argue that is top three first-person shooter this gen, honestly. Oh, yeah. That's on my pile of shame. Mm-hmm. It's anyway, just, moving on. <laughs> this is so good. You just have heavy metal rock blasting as you cock a shotgun and you're shooting demons back to hell. It's just fantastic. Oh yeah, it's I just, love it. It's fast paced. It's it, it you yeah. know not you're not focused on this. There is a story there, but you're not focusing it, on that. You're it, too well, bit. You're too busy like finding yeah. a way through all the blood and gore that you're creating around you by killing all these demons. Yeah, not to get it's, too much on a rant about it, but like you walk into a room and it's like. It's like uh, uh, like unacceptable levels of demonic presence, insinuating that there are acceptable levels of demonic <laughs> presence in the room that you have to you know get to that level, or you'll come up to a panel that says like demonic invasion in progress, seventy five percent, as if they can quantify what the what the invasion from hell is. You know the percentage it's complete. So fantastic! It's just it takes it. It doesn't take itself seriously, and it's fantastic. And oh, I love it. I, I can't wait for the sequel to that game too. Oh yeah, so, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Right, our next deal is a Nintendo Switch Super Smash Unlimited Edition. This one is three, again, it's a penny off, guys, so it's 340. Okay, so this includes a special Nintendo Switch bundle, dock, so the dock featuring fighters from the original game, a Joy-Con controllers with Super Smash Brothers. Uh, what else do you get? A, and a design and digital oh. copy of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Yeah, and uh, I think you even get a I think uh, still, official still book. Yeah, yeah and, and then your Nintendo pouch yep. or your hard pouch, like we said, so Doc could put in his fanny pack. Hell yeah! And uh, also the Nintendo Switch Mario Battle Pad. That is a shed load of stuff. For, um, I want to say that the Nintendo Switch over here, I think, is two nine nine. I could be wrong, but. Uh, 
this is for, for so, the amount of stuff you get this is a very very good deal yeah so maybe it is 399 over here i'm not sure actually um but, you and, know what i'm gonna look that up real quick because <laughs> I, I should know that we're doing it live we always do it live <laughs> um fist have you ever been i don't know turned on by the nintendo switch and thought about getting it or is that I, a no-go for you I, I i would say no console has ever turned me on at all <laughs> you turned them <laughs> on it's uh yeah Touché. <laughs> no like this the the switch is definitely not a console that interests me um not that i'm against uh nintendo or the the, the concept of actually having to sort of move yourself around to control stuff that's ha happening in the game but i'm i'm old school when it comes to gaming i like to be sort of just sat there with my just sort of regular controller in my hands it's all it's all about developing that nintenditis as they say in, <laughs> in your oh yes in your fingers and stuff but it's um <laughs> it's yeah it's just not for me like i've the last nintendo i owned was the 64 wow like that's how long it's been right just since then i've just purely been either playstation or xbox just ever since then so we last night we were talking about it and the deal and i've i've always wanted to get one kind of on the fence it's it's a big chunk of money to to drop to get it but the only thing that would make me do it or the only reason i've thought about it is the portability factor yeah so for me when when we go away and and stuff like that i don't take my console with me because one i'd probably be a really bad father and uh, my <laughs> wife would kill me but secondly you know just to have that if you're on the beach you know you could sit there and quickly do a couple of races on mario kart or um kind of have that party game when you're out and about with uh, with friends and family yeah it's, that, it's it's basically like a sort of a, a larger version of what what a game boy was back in the day yeah yeah definitely um, um but i, th I think, think the, the good thing with nintendo is the fact that it is more family orientated with their games and stuff they oh, like, obviously... they've got their niche and they nail down their niche and they haven't deviated too much for it. it's a bit like lego lego knows what lego is it and stays it's... in a straight line yeah. and it occasionally deviates left and right but not too much to incorporate the the new thing and i think yeah. that's what switch has done or oh, Nintendo do as a company. It's that family-friendly gaming, and occasionally they'll they'll deviate ever so slightly. Um, but I've still got that nostalgic factor of you know playing Mario and you know remembering uh, Super Mario World and wanting to play that. That's the thing that draws me and and kind of makes me go, oh, I could do with a Switch. And then I think, well, actually. <laughs> Versus how much it costs to versus the amount of time I'd have on it, it's yeah. Uh, I, was, I was gonna say, uh, so we were thinking right. The, the the default price for a switch, at least over here, is is two ninety nine. So those deals are pretty good. I wouldn't say they were earth shattering though, in terms of uh, you know how what the default price is, yeah. at least for the American uh, version. Okay, um, we've got one more British one here. Um, and it's The Witcher 3, Game of the Year edition, £14. And I think that one was on uh, Xbox Live. But um, if you, the listener, have picked up something fantastic over the Black Friday or Cyber Monday, 
send us a tweet at uh, CAG Podcast and let us know what you picked up and uh, yeah, show us show us your wares. I think that, that again, that uh, The Witcher, if you like RPGs at all, that is a no brainer on that but one. At that so. price, it's it's a steal. Yeah. And Doc, you love you love your value. I, I love the best value actually. Yeah. So the be- the best value of the values I love. <laughs> Are you guys picking up anything over those three I, days? I uh, I've already picked up a few because I'm the uh, I like to think of myself as the Indiana Jones of the backwards compatibility 360 <laughs> department, where I feel everything belongs in a museum and I must collect them all. Yeah. Them. A bit like Pokemon. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I picked up several uh, 360 games that uh, back in path that were already on the uh, Black Friday sale they've got up. Um, I think they were like five bucks a piece. Um, like, I don't even like Final Fantasy, but that Final Fantasy 13 and 13-2 was on that sale. And uh, I picked them up, I think, seven bucks a piece. So I was like, why not? So, Well, yeah. I, I personally <laughs> won't. I won't be getting anything. I've got way too big a back catalog of games that I could oh, be playing. 100%. Like it's um, yeah. If, if I if, 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 well well yeah, <laughs> me me and Chocolate Bear game share with each other, so we uh, whatever he has, I have, and vice versa. So it's right. Yeah, um, that catalog is awful. <laughs> yeah, it's there. There is a lot of stuff for the both of us to be getting through. Um, so I, I can't justify buying anything new at the moment. Like when I've got other stuff there. Uh, that needs playing, but they're, they're, I, I'm not against getting a good. If I do see something and I can afford it, then I, I might be tempted, and I might end up picking up something. But I've, nothing's caught my eye just yet. See that Civ Rev has, uh, I've seen it, and I've looked, and I enjoyed it on the 360. And, and I'm, it's that, uh, that's that one. Yeah, that one is just slowly kind of telling me to to buy it and then just let it fester on my hard drive doing nothing so <laughs> we'll uh, we'll wait and see it's the it's the other problem too to where anymore nowadays we we constant i i at least constantly have the issue of like i'll buy a game intend to play it never play it and then it comes to game pass and i'm like well that was a waste of money so yeah. uh, well you pick you know, it up in black friday and then you uh you see a, a month down the line xbox yeah. has another kind of uh christmas sale or, and like, which you, they will yeah and yeah. it's even more off, and you're just like, oh, why didn't I wait? Oh, yeah, totally, but... totally. Say, Levy, say, Levy. Right, we're going to the quick hit news. Doc, this is over to you. Get those yeah. quick hits in. Um, so PUBG um, is finally coming to PS4 actually next month, December um, you know, uh, I think what was it, December last year came to Xbox they were kind of vague as far as um, was it a true exclusive, if it wasn't, how long would it be on Xbox by itself uh, it is finally coming to PS4 next month um, you do get a pre-order bonus um, obviously with the pre-order it is the Nathan Drake desert outfit and Ellie's iconic backpack from the last of us. I love the wording of iconic backpack. That is just, what was so special about this iconic backpack? You know, it's iconic. I don't know. (laughs) No, I I think that's the point. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I love it when video game uh, or, or publishers word stuff like that. It's just like, you guys are so stupid, but, (laughs) uh, 
anyways, I think the last time I saw that was Watch Dogs. Uh, the original Watch Dogs uh, in their pre-order stuff was like in his iconic hat or something like that. I'm like, okay, calm down. But, uh, but anyways, on the plus side, you don't have to pay, what, 35 or $25 for um, some really bad rip-off oh, gosh. DC. I, sti- I still cannot believe that. Still, part of me still feels like that was a fever dream that didn't actually happen, and, and they didn't... I don't. Uh, I'll, I'll just thinking? say as well, me and uh, Lion Prime from our Discord, we we do still play the occasional game of PUBG uh, every uh-huh. now and then, and there are definitely people still like playing that, and there are people that are still playing it that are buying like that whole like, the the Joker and thingy and Harley Quinn costumes, and it's. We can't believe it. Like we, me and Lion Prime can't help ourselves but to just go over and in the pre-game bit, the lobby when you're waiting to start a game, we just <laughs> any if we see anyone wearing like the Joker and Harley Quinn costumes, we can't help us. We just stand there and just punch them until the game starts. <laughs> totally. Like, I mean, it's just it's it's kind of it's hard to believe. I don't know, but yeah, how whatever. Does it, how does it look in game? So, if you do what? come up up against the character, is it noticeable that they've got Obviously, Harlequin must be fairly noticeable, but if you're having a battle with someone else, can you notice what they're wearing? Or in in the actual in-game, uh, when you're actually sort of having a running around, fight. like yeah, you don't, you barely notice at all. To be in, in, well, I don't anyway, because like if if once you've got your once you've got your body armor on and your helmet and stuff like a lot of that sort of stuff's covered up anyway. Like it's you don't no. you're, and you're you're too busy trying to. To, to kill the other person to actually yeah. focus on I'm, I'm not sat like sort of sat there like ready to shoot at someone thinking oh what, like he's <laughs> he's wearing purple trousers he must have that joker outfit i'm like matt just get the shot off before they shoot me right, right, right it's right. only it's only if i've once killed them and then i'm looting their body i'm like oh this guy had 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 uh something that i I either had the backpack that i still needed or a piece of equipment i wanted and then i yeah. might then consider i like, think oh they've wasted 25 <laughs> 25 pounds or dollars buying buying something that wasn't even necessary to the game yeah i still can't get over the price though i'm i just oh. you you go ahead chocolate it's just the fact that it was the 30 dollar game and that was a 25 dollar out one of them was 25 dollars not both but one of them to me it's just the that they looked like my son drew them is, uh, that too thing that yeah. grinds my didn't look great yeah nah. <laughs> but let's not hate we're not about the hate let's yeah. uh let's keep going with these quick hits uh you can now preload game pass games that have been announced as day and date uh most you know this mostly gets attributed to uh, all xbox first party games because uh, they all come to game pass day and date um you can actually do this with crackdown 3 right now technically right now it's just a placeholder but presumably once uh two weeks before its release comes about, you'll be able to download the full title. Um, so that's kind of handy, you know, quality of life improvement. You know, you don't have to wait till, if it's something you really want to play, you don't have to wait till midnight to begin downloading it to start playing it. So no, it's uh, definitely a, a good feature for, yeah, for game pass and yeah. And people quality with dodgy, in, yeah. And dodgy internet like myself. Uh, yeah, or that too, totally. I yeah, just take care of it beforehand and you're good to go on release day. Yeah. Um, let's see. Release date and new information for Marvel's Spider-Man second DLC, Turf Wars. It is slated to release on November 20th. It, it pits Spidey against crime boss Hammerhead. 
you will get new suits, challenges, bosses, and trophies. Um, again, I have not started playing this yet. It's in my PS4. I'm going to boot it up so I can, you know, be able to talk about it for Game of the Year discussions. But um, I know Risky, I was talking to him. Um, he loved Spider-Man, and he is definitely looking forward to trying out the DLC. I think he's going to wait and see if it gets maybe a Black Friday deal. Um, but I know he was definitely looking forward to checking this out. Um, yeah, if he can uh, tear himself away from Blackout. Uh, yeah, which that <laughs> might be harder, <laughs> easier said than done. Yeah. Um, all right, next story. Arizona couple Jacob Mathias and Christian Mathias have been ordered to pay over $12 million with an M to Nintendo for running the pirated ROM sites LoveRoms.com and LoveRetro.com. The couple admitted to copyright and trademark infringement and allegedly settled on the lofty judgment rather than risk losing more in a suit to Nintendo brought forth in July. So these are the only guys that have been prosecuted or... That I know of. I know I, I, the the what I gathered from this story was that there definitely were other. Obviously, there were other ROM sites uh, with, uh, nin, you know, uh, with Nintendo ROMs available to download on them. But most of them had either removed the Nintendo content or shut the site down before Nintendo actually took action against them. And I guess this couple, you know, did not take it down and. Uh, is now paying a lot of money uh, yeah. because Nintendo does not f around, as the kids say, uh, when it comes to uh, trademark infringement. Um, no. Yeah. So um, I, we had talked about this also a little bit before, but I don't have an issue with Nintendo safeguarding their property. I mean, that is their property. They have every right to do this. What I have an issue with is Nintendo not making it easier to play or purchase a lot of these old games and we talked about this too chocolate if i have purchased those old games before i shouldn't have to buy them over and over and over again every new console that comes out no i mean it's microsoft i suppose are doing not doing the same but they are giving you the ability to if you bought um an old 360 game that becomes backward compatible you can now download that for free yeah yeah you Um, technically own it yeah 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 and I think that's um, just, I'm trying to think, that is a nice business-to-customer relationship that you should you should be pushing. However, if you buy it, why would they stop is the business-sense-minded yeah, thing. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing is if people are clearly, whether they say they're okay with it or not, they are clearly speaking with their dollars and they are purchasing these games over and over again. Yeah. So from a business standpoint, Nintendo's like, well, why would we stop, you know, selling them over and over again? Yeah. Why would I, we stop making money? Because that's I guess, just stupid. I guess I wish they would go hard one way or the other. And what I don't, again, what I don't like is how they will be like, Oh, well you bought this game on the, the, you know, the Wii, um, this old retro game. We'll let you buy it again on the Wii U, but at a discounted price. It's like, no, just, I'd rather you charge me the full price at that point other than acting like you're cutting me a deal by selling it to me again at a discount. Like, what are you? who are you fooling here? Like, yeah. It's not an actual deal. You're just screwing me over. <laughs> yeah, you, this is just weird all around, yeah. Um, anyways, you know, Nintendo will be Nintendo, but, like, you know, we... I, I didn't put this story in, but another story came out about Ubisoft CEO basically saying that 
they're not going to stop doing microtransactions in games because people will not stop buying them. To, to that point, I can't disagree with anything you said. So, you know. No, I mean, uh, you said it a few sentences ago. If people are voting with their dollars and buying these things. That, yeah, that, that's. It's, businesses that won't turn. It. Yeah, exactly. Businesses yeah. don't turn around and go, no, no, you're okay. I don't want your money. <laughs> Um, me and uh chin doctor uh brought up in our discord uh the other day and i totally agree with him how you know they've god who's uh someone trying to get in someone's house oh sorry that's uh that's uh something out going on outside i've no idea what uh but like uh chin doctor in uh in uh discord was talking about how you know the whole this this uh coming about of games deluxe editions allowing you to play them days early or whatever and the whole idea that you know the 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 publisher is like it is is throwing us a bone by letting it by letting letting us pay more to play the game early like that it's like no it's like this game is done you're allowing me to play it early and and masking it behind a digital copy or digital deluxe version or something yeah you know? I, I feel that um, um what was it when it came out in in xbox the um, insider programs type of games where they would i think arc was one of them yeah that yeah. pay 20 dollars to play arc but it's in beta so it would keep on uh, it may not have been arc so please don't quote me on that but it was like uh, there's, there's been several though yeah yeah you um, know we're taking your money to keep on rolling this uh the production of our game and we'll make it better. I suppose the only saving grace to that is when it was, air quotes, fully released, it was at a higher price. So I think yeah. the Happy Few would be the prime example. Jump on early for, what was it, $25? They usually do 20 or 30 for for a preview program. Yeah, yeah. and then um, it launched at 60 I think it was a full-price game. Which yeah, was I, I will say stupid. that I have less, a little bit less of an issue with that because if they at least preface it as... This game is unfinished. You get six hours to test it out. You don't have to buy it until you know, even after the six hours. Like, like they, do, I feel like they do enough things to be like you know, going in what you're getting into in in yeah. a way, you know. Versus, I don't know. I mean, I, I guess it all comes back to the same thing though. Just basically like we're kind of getting done dirty on a couple of different things as far as what we're getting sold up on and, and how microtransactions and stuff are handled. But, you know, again, nobody, not enough people are voting with their dollar to not buy them. So they're not going to stop. So, yeah. Anyways, that was all back from Nintendo and ROM sites, but yeah, Nintendo. <laughs> uh, moving on, uh, command, uh, this is a big shout out to Swinney and any other, uh, RTS fans in our community, but Command and Conquer Tiberium Wars and Red Alert are both getting PC remasters along with their respective expansions included. It did sound like this is not a full, this is not a remake, this is just a purely a up-res remaster, which I, I'm still all for though. I loved these games back in the day. I will absolutely buy this. Cannot wait for this to come out. Um. Either of you guys big old school RTS fans? Oh yeah, I um I was very much a, a Red Alert two player back in yeah. the day. I absolutely adored playing Command and Conquer Red Alert two and the the expansions that came along with that. And even now, like, I'm still, uh, although I haven't played either of them in a while, like Halo Wars and Halo Wars two, like, I I do oh yeah uh, totally. thoroughly enjoy both of those games. 
Yeah, I was a red alert. I played red alert for a bit. Um, and loved mining those ores. Um, I, we was talking about off air about how we're excited just to see the old FMVs come back because we were talking about like Michael Ironside and a bunch of them were oh, in those terrible, terrible FMVs. Uh, he was he was great though. My, he was, oh, he was. Um, oh, he's he's he is a, he is a consummate professional. He is good in whatever he does, but. Oh, some of the acting in those FMVs are just oh, priceless. Nineties, nineties jazz. They were the proper, <laughs> the epitome of if you threw uh, an Arnie film in, kind of like early Arnie, kind of yeah. um, Conan, um, Sylvester Stallone. The, you know the the, the new. Uh, I say the new. The very old first films they did proper, god awful acting. Is all like just you had the uh, you had the Brotherhood of Nod. You'd have Kane come on, bald guy with a goatee with like yes red red tinted (laughs) background come on and talking about like the Brotherhood and and like decimating the GDI. It's just like oh god, I miss those games. (laughs) Can't wait. Hopefully, we'll come to Xbox with uh, the inclusion of mouse and keyboard. Actually, yeah, we we were talking about that too. How Xbox just expanded it out to I think sixteen more games. uh, mouse and keyboard support, wide ranging of game, you know, wide range of games. So there's definitely a possibility. You know, it, it opens the door for that kind of stuff now. So I was just saying earlier on, actually, I was listening to last week's podcast just last night. I was surprised that the Halo Wars games weren't included on the mouse and keyboard uh, it, thing that because that's the surprising. kind of game that would that would definitely benefit from that. Yeah, that that was surprising. Although in a weird way, they have made that game so console controller friendly. I've got it on PC because it's play anywhere, and I played it on keyboard and mouse and controller, and I actually think it plays better on controller, believe it or not. Really? Um, just because they've optimized it so well for a controller, really, with how the uh, the kind of wheel commands and different buttons and stuff works. It, it, it may be just because I started on the controller, but I feel like it actually feels better on the controller, which I know is weird for an RTS, but... Um, and which maybe I just need to play it more on the keyboard and mouse now. You know, there's, there's bound to be some RTS like old school players out there now that are like their their heads are exploding. Oh, yeah. just like comment. what are you talking about? <laughs> I can't con- I can't control groups and like easily. Yeah. S- yeah, I do miss the old kind of drag the mouse, you know, click the button and make this massive square, and you could get all your uh, all your infantry and tanks and everything all in one go and just swarm whatever you needed to swarm. Oh, I, totally. um, I found a few bits fairly difficult on Halo Wars 2, which I never finished, um, trying to control your your groups. but Yeah, it, it's one mind. of those things to where uh, RTSs have never been perfect on console, but, you know, like we were saying, oh. it looks like it looks like they're just going to get around that and just be like, yeah, keyboard and mouse support, there you go. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Um, What's next? Let's see, moving on. High Res has announced that crossplay, cross progression is coming to Smite, Paladins, and Realm Royale. Um, it stated this was PC, Xbox, and PC. PC I, twice? <laughs> well, yeah, PC, Xbox. Well, I say that because PS4 was not on this list. And I, again, I don't know if that was a typo or an, an improper exclusion, but given how they've treated everything else thus far, I doubt it's. I doubt it's a typo. So, so it's um, it's Xbox crossplay, it's PC crossplay, and it's Switch crossplay. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I like to 
tell people all the time I love it when anything is cross play cross progression specifically between Switch and Xbox because my Switch basically becomes a mobile Xbox at that point yeah so. it's, um, we were saying last night that we think uh, Kowalski from the community is totally. going to his mind's going to be blown by this um, yeah this is this is this is absolutely for him in terms yeah. of benefiting totally um, speaking of Realm Royale, that is currently in closed beta on Xbox, so they are expecting to release the that fully to the console version uh, fairly soon. Um, okay. So that'll be another Battle Royale game to uh, to to try out. I th- I want to say it's free. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I can't remember. I, I, I could be wrong. Um, but it's uh, the same in the same vein as um, Fortnite kind of color palette. The way it plays, the way it looks, minus the building. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's very different in the sense that, like, it has a, a class-based system. So you have, like, have like a spellcaster, like a, a ranger type unit from, like, it, it had a very different take. It looked a lot like Fortnite, but it had a very different take in terms of like class-based uh, royale. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. It might be worth checking out, especially you know, especially if it is free. Be well, pretty cool. free is free, and free is good. Yeah. Um, let's see, moving on. Uh, this story is actually really interesting, I think. Um, Xbox Have you noticed maybe... how I didn't spoiler alert this two oh. segments ago? <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that is true. Last night it was like a, or, you know, we could, I guess we could phrase it as a tease, maybe. Uh, so, well, more so. I do like uh, a tease, but anyway, yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Going off track. Um, Xbox is planning a cheaper Discless Xbox for 2019 alongside a disc to digital trade in program. Basically, you know, you would have an Xbox One S, presumably much smaller with no disc drive. Um, this is all speculation, but if they could knock that down a hundred dollars for this, I think that is alongside Game Pass is a very enticing deal at that point. Um, you know, uh, I what, what, what would that be? Uh, what literally 99 bucks at that point um well i know my dis my xbox one x does not get any disc in there i i don't Um, know if i've i'm trying to remember if i've ever put a disc in mine i don't think i have i I have so i don't know where you're putting your discs (laughs) (laughs) thousands like you guys are insane like i I, i've definitely uh, put the discs into my my xbox one x just fine like, oh, see, I, no I just issues. don't have any i, I just the, i'm so, just all my, digital is, is my deal yeah um, i mean the one that i've got slim downstairs and that is that works as my media yeah, console same, so i don't same. have a separate I, kind of uh, I, cd player yeah dvd player is the word i was looking for i keep the s in the living room um because it's got the four because it's got the 4k blu-ray drive so i'm just yeah, like if i yeah. if i were to watch a movie this would be the the thing to well, if I wasn't going to stream a movie, I guess I could say if I was actually going to rent a physical copy of a movie, yeah. you know, that's that's how I would play it. But um, yeah, and and the disc to digital is kind of cool because that means that they're basically saying if you have a physical copy but you want it to be digital, bring it to an to a Microsoft store and we will give you the digital right for the physical copy. So if you if you're truly wanting to go all digital, they're giving you a path to that. That so. is um, that's very good. And as much as people want to say, like, oh, well, why would I do that? That makes no sense. I wouldn't physically own anything at that point. The reason why, in my opinion, it helps is because this has never happened to me, but let's say theoretically somebody broke into my house and stole my Xbox. 
the good thing about having an all digital library that people don't think about a lot of times is I could go out, buy a new Xbox, which yeah, I would have to buy a new Xbox. That sucks. But if I logged into my Microsoft account, all my games would be right there ready to install. I didn't lose any games. You know, they're all still right there because I own them digitally. Um, so, you know, a lot of people I feel like forget about that and like, yeah, you're not owning anything physical and theoretically Xbox could shut down their servers tomorrow and you would have nothing to your name in terms of games owned, but it does have benefits too though. So, and you don't have to get up and stick the disc in. <laughs> totally true. Totally true. That is just kind uh, of circles back a little bit to what we started off with, with the whole things to be thankful for with <laughs> first, modern first gaming. problems. Oh, do, yeah. do you know, that, that is probably the biggest one, isn't it? That, sitting on my backside and being able to change games without getting <laughs> or having well, on the playstation where you had the error that would come up long ago on the ps2 you'd have to clean the disc on your shirt to make sure it would load up oh. or if you're really old enough the the old school classic of blowing into the cartridge yeah and into the cartridge slot as well <laughs> yeah yeah, um, it's 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 one of those things to where I think at the beginning of this generation, Steam and Steam on PC had already kind of solidified that PC games were digital only. Nobody buys physical PC games anymore. But um, or even like my PC, that the one I built doesn't have a disc drive in it. Just period. Just, there's no way I can even put a put a disc on this PC. But um, you know, we were at the beginning of this generation thinking it's like I wonder if consoles will go the same way. I wonder if we're going to get more digital. And sure enough, that is absolutely the way it went. So um, yeah. Um, last story coming up. Sorry if you guys can hear the Windows ping, by the way. Um, I don't have a good way to fix that right now, and Ladonian keeps sending me an Xbox invite because my Xbox is on upstairs. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm uh, two sorries. Uh, I'm, I'm not accepting the invite, Ladonian, but I'm, it's because I'm recording a podcast. So, if you uh, listen honest, to this, that's why. I'm not playing Battlefield by myself. Yeah, not playing Battlefield, it. I swear. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, Sony is skipping... Um, E3 2019 completely and will not have an offsite event either. They are just, nothing is going on. They are not substituting it with something. They are just not there in any way, shape, or form. Uh, originally, this was a rumor from a Reddit user who was considered credible because he had predicted some other things that had come to pass. It was later confirmed by Kotaku uh, when they basically got in touch with the E3 organization that handles the uh, show floors and stuff like that um they're like yeah they're not coming <laughs> so so they're uh, not going to announce e3 how they've got some pubg this what? <laughs> yeah i know right well nothing against nothing against sony because uh, we we were also talking about this before where and this is not a knock to sony i treat my ps4 like a hbo box i, I only i don't boot it up often but when i do it is really damn good exclusives you know <laughs> like i don't i'm not subscribed to hbo now but you better believe when game of thrones comes back around i will subscribe to that service right away so um i that's how i treat the ps4 uh, nothing against it it's just i get my use out of it and it's and it's it's good but they this if they would have come back to e3 again this year it would have basically been the same games they would have been showing it would have been last of us 2 death stranding Ghost of Tsushima, and I guess if there's anything else they might have in the pipeline to show, or Dreams, or I guess that zombie game will be out by now. I think that's coming out in February, the biker zombie game. Um, Oh, I haven't seen that one. I I can't remember what it's called. Um, But anyways, you know, it would have been the same games, and I guess after the shit show that their last E3 was with the whole... You're in a church now to recreate the scene. Now everybody get up, and we're going to take 30 minutes to go to this other room and watch a guy play a flute. 
uh, you know, I hell of a hell of a E three for them to end on, but also I can see why they might want to skip out. Um, with all this said, if they do give up their show floor, I think that means they will permanently never be back at E three because the way E three works is if you give up your show floor, you are in the back of the line to get that show floor back, and it goes to the next person waiting. So there's no way for them to get that show floor back if they give it up. Yeah, there's always money, um, Doc. There's always money. I, I guess that's true. I guess that's true. Um, but uh, but yeah, yeah, it's a very strange thing to jump out of such a big show unless they're going alone and well, announcing but, their own kind of version of... But see, I don't, I don't think they are because they uh, Sony came out later and says there will be no off-site event or anything around that time. Like there will be no... You know, a year live. in the making though. A year in the making next year. You know. Well, true, true. I guess yeah, they get enough backlash. Maybe you know. I mean, Bethesda didn't announce like their offsite thing. Was it Bethesda or EA that, did, or both of them that did an offsite thing? Both of them thing. do now. Yeah. Both so of them like, do they didn't announce that until fairly close to E3 last uh, for this year's well, one, did they? So they didn't announce specifics, but they said after the the first one they did that yeah they would be doing it again. Um. You know, they didn't announce like specifically what day, but they're like, "Yeah, we'll do this again next year, though." Um, which you know, <laughs> Bethesda, considering how much they did or didn't show, um, maybe they shouldn't have done one either. But uh, I guess they revealed Fallout seventy six, but then like they showed a title card for you know the the Elder Scrolls, which is theoretically eight or ten years out. <laughs> like, uh, what are you guys the, doing? The, the most painful thing to hear, like after showing yeah, that, yeah. Um, Anyways, uh, to tie all this in, though, um, Kotaku did some more digging, and they are basically saying that they have rumors that are all but confirmed from multiple sources at Sony that there will be a PSX in 2019, and it will be to reveal the PS5 late 2019 and then launch 2020, which I feel like a lot of people had probably predicted that that's how it would probably go. Yeah, that's, um, the, that's the rumors, isn't it? Yeah, and 2020, I think twenty the the console wars begin. Yeah, and I think that's literally when you know Phil Spencer said Scarlet would be coming down the pipe is twenty twenty. So, yeah. so yeah, um, all over again. Uh, hopefully, this time the launch of the next Xbox will be a hell of a lot better than that Don Matrix shit show. So. As long as they don't forward think, and then we kind of sit here and go, oh yeah, actually they were right in three four years ago to say this is what will happen how good of an april fool's joke would it be guys if april of 2020 uh before like the e3 and i guess when xbox would do the final push for the new console what if for april's fool's day they they released a presser uh, a memo that to all the press outlets saying that don matrick would be coming back to to uh, oh. announce the console <laughs> it's like an april fool's yeah, going oh my back. God. Going back ten years instead. It, oh. This is your huge box. You we need decided to plug to, it into uh, everything. Yeah, we decided bygones be bygones. We're gonna get Don back in here. We think oh. that he just had a bad, a bad roll of the dice last time. We think he's gonna really nail it this time. <laughs> you know, just we we believe oh. in Don. Uh, God, that yeah. would be good. Right. Anyway, that's so, that's it for the news. Yep. Moving swiftly on to our PSA. Um, there are some games leaving Game Pass, as always. Uh, so at the end of November, the titles that we'll be leaving is Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, Casey Powell's Lacrosse 16, Hell Resident yeah. Evil Zero, 
Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter, The Technomancer, anyway, that one. (laughs) I'll murder one name in this. Uh, The War of Mine, The Little Ones. And then for Xbox 360, it's Mega Man 10. Now, just bear in mind, if you do have Game Pass, um, uh, these games are leaving, but you do get 20% off the base titles. So if you're thinking of playing them or you want to pick one up, obviously get it as soon as you can because you know, you'll know you lose that 20% off on the right. uh, the base title. So all you uh, KC Powell lacrosse 16 fans out there, now's the time to jump on this. It's all You've about... been waiting for it, it's here. Right. You know, if, you, if you love FIFA, then you'll, you'll definitely love Casey Powell lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. my, my thing is, like, I'm sure this is 16 because it came out in 15 for the 2060 season, but part of me almost wants so badly to believe that there was 16 of these previously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that it's just this long, ongoing game that nobody knows about or cares about. But. Yeah. Um, Sorry if there's a hardcore... <laughs> audience out there for this game sorry yeah, i apologize listeners are out oh we're gonna uh, get some angry emails now so yeah. um we've got a a couple of corrections to uh, to add one i will uh, i'll personally do myself the last episode i accidentally dropped an f-bomb <laughs> and um my eric our uh, our editor who uh, got sacked so many months ago uh, forgot to edit that out. So, uh, yeah, apologies for the F-bomb. Yeah. Eric um, will not be getting lunch tomorrow. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to put him back in your his Your fault, cupboard. Eric. I don't, I don't like this any more than you do, but it's your fault. You, you're doing this, not me. You. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the corrections. And the uh, the next correction, uh, Doc, will we'll swing over to yourself. Yeah. Uh, so I can't read Roman numerals very well, apparently. <laughs> um, and I said that eight and eight two. Well, eight two is not a thing. Um, but I was reading the V three numbers as thirteen, not or is eight, not. Uh, anyways, clearly you see how I got this wrong. But okay. it was actually um, Final Fantasy thirteen and thirteen dash two are coming to back and pat. Final Fantasy eight is getting re released or not re released, but getting released as a port to Xbox One next year, along with a few other Final Fantasy games. Um, so yeah, so it's 13, 13-2, um, coming to back and pat. Um, they also got X enhanced and I actually picked these both up because right now in the Black Friday sale, you can get both of those Final Fantasy back and pat games for, uh, seven bucks, uh, which is, you know, you know, Not if bad. you like RPGs, yeah, it seems like a, seems like a, you know, good deal. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, sorry about that, but got a little, got that correction in there and, uh. <laughs> Uh, I think we got uh, a thousand. I think you're going to kind of go over the uh, new games this week for us. Yes. So uh, uh, the first one we've got coming out uh, on the 20th is Warframe for the Switch. Um, Heck yeah. I think that's probably, I'm assuming free too, probably. I would would think so. Uh, I'd never actually played it myself. It's been—I know it's been available on Xbox for a while. Uh, It was just Mm -hmm. something that just never really caught my interest personally. Yeah, Um, yeah. Kind of the same for me too. Yeah, I never really got into it, but I've heard it's uh, the people that like it really seem to like it. Yeah, and so we've also on uh, also on the twentieth we have Farming Simulator twenty nineteen. So for all of those of you who wanted to get into farming without having to do any of the manual labor, then this is your perfect <laughs> perfect way of uh, getting that farming experience. Yeah, if Stardew Valley was too cartoony for you and you needed that real-life experience, here you go. 
I actually saw a trailer for this game just a few days ago, and I, I couldn't help but laugh at it just because it, the the music during the trailer was like really really epic. And I, but there's a I'm like <laughs> it's like there's this epic music, but I'm seeing like a combine harvester on the TV, and it's like okay. It, it's it's crazy too because apparently those games are wildly success are like wildly successful too apparently because uh, I mean hell that there's like five different companies making them now and they put out one every year so they clearly must be doing well. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's yeah. those achievement hunters after it. It's all that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, now yeah, harvest ten pigs at the uh, slaughterhouse. Okay, you got that. Okay, achievement <laughs> unlocked. Like cooperative achievement, you collect the wheat that your teammate uses the combine harvester on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. okay. So also uh, on the twentieth, uh, Battlefield Five. For those of you that didn't pre-order it, the plebs, as we like to call them. <laughs> I can't believe filthy, that. filthy plebs. <laughs> <sighs> I, I, I'm no, glad you, you said that and saved me from saying that. I didn't want to. I love the sidestep hey, in I, your. I don't, uh... <laughs> I don't enjoy saying it. It's just the truth hurts, you know. I mean, it's the masses. What am I going to do, you know? Um, and then also for the rest of the week, uh, these games on the twenty second, uh, both for the Switch, we have uh, Party Hard and Nidhog Two. Nidhogg 2 is a really, really good couch co-op game. I'm not sure if that has online, but if it does, I would say that's a no-brainer. Um, but it is a super fun 1v1 type game. What exactly is Party Hard? Like I've, uh... I could be wrong, but I think that's the one where you're the guy that has to murder people in like crazy, weird ways. Um, that, like there's The idea is that you're this guy that's uh, living next door to a house party that's going on, and you can't sleep, and you're going crazy, and so you basically go over there and work to murder tons of people in like random ways with stuff that's around the house and everything. Like It's kind of a funny... I, it's a funny pixelated version of an overhead game it's um it's i think it was actually i want to say maybe i don't know if it was on game pass but it might have been a uh heavily discounted xbox live game and that's where i picked it up but it's it's pretty fun mm. though so cool. unleash your inner killer on the family totally. friendly switch on the 22nd <laughs> exactly exactly totally <laughs> right and that's it for the new games coming out this week thank you ever so much um that is it this show is done let's plug this up so if you want to come find us search crossatlanticgaming.com you'll find all our great links to discord you'll find chocolates call out challenge you'll uh, you'll even see some of our uh, our patreons in a nice little header uh, doc's been working hard on the website um some changes are coming fairly shortly, yeah. so yeah. please keep an eye out. Um, and again, if you want to come talk to us, please come join Discord. The community's growing. It's a good place to be. I mean, you might even come on the show. It's Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we... yeah, if you haven't noticed we, we regularly have a community member on, so yeah. It's just the way we do it. Um, Next, if you want to support the show with your hard-earned dollars or pounds, we don't discriminate on currency. Um, I don't. Wh- I don't weigh my. I don't weigh my dollars. Chocolate. <laughs> I don't know why you keep bringing up pounds, but anyways. 
Head over to patreon.com slash podcast. We've got some new goals. Um, there's going to be some new tiers going in fairly shortly as well. So yeah, keep an eye out. Yeah, Doc is uh, has got some some crazy things going on. <laughs> it, it's one of those things to where um, we we you know we'll be the first to admit we didn't probably do a great job of uh, showing exactly what like like how we were progressing, what our goals were, where we wanted to go, things like that. And we've definitely redid them in a way to show you basically like you know at, at this amount we were able to be uh, self sufficient in terms of our publishing and recording software at this amount we were able to do a website this amount we were able to give away every month a $60 AAA game this amount we were able to give away prizes for mailbag snapshot contests you know stuff like that and and just to give you an idea of of where we are and where we're going next so we've kind of met all those goals currently and um the next tier that we're doing is um we're actually looking at doing a extra podcast every month where me, Chocolate, and Risky will essentially review a movie. Um, I, I don't know if you're familiar with the podcast, The Rewatchables with Bill Simmons or All Systems Goku on Giant Bomb. It's kind of in that vein um, to where we will kind of talk about a movie, what we thought about it, plot holes, actors, actresses, where they are, what they were in before, you know, just generally have a good time talking about a movie and uh we'll we'll try to make some good selections as uh as far as that goes but uh, that's kind of the next goal um but anyways back to the patreon it's kind of all laid out in a better way for you guys to easily understand and and just show how appreciative we are of what you guys are how you're how much you're willing to support us because frankly me chocolate and risky we would do this for free Obviously, we we love doing this. This is our passion. This is our hobby. But you guys supporting us the way you do, building the community the way you do, it allows us to do even more, and it really motivates us to do a hell of a lot more too. Just showing the the sheer uh, support from you guys, and it means a lot. So yeah, so all that's going to be laid out in a lot better way for you guys to kind of understand how far we've come, where we're going, everything like that. Thank you, and thank you guys. Um, questions, comments, concerns. Reach out to us at cagpodcast at gmail.com. We will be having our monthly mailbag, and I draw a blank, I think in December. I think it's the <laughs> yeah, first week. Yeah, I think week. it's the first, first full week of December, yeah. Um, yeah. So get your questions in. Um, tap us up on Discord. Hit us up in the Discord channel for questions. Come shout out. Let us know. Um, if you want some sweet cross-Atlantic gaming merch... <laughs> Go to merchroom.com. Link is in the show notes. 10% off if you type in CAG10. That's right. It's 10% off. That is something we're giving back to you. <laughs> Do you like how I freestyled that? I did. That was good. That, that was, was good. Awesome. <laughs> that was great. So if you want to get in contact with us personally, Thousand, would you like to give out? How can they catch you? How can they reach you? Uh, on On Discord. On Discord? Or uh, through the website. Cool. Uh, via our gamer tags on consoles, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I... You nailed it. I was going to say you could give out your Twitter, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, that's another option, I guess. Uh, yeah. <laughs> CAG um... podcast. <laughs> um, Doc, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, Doc H1X1 literally everywhere so yeah and I am Chocolate Bear 80 
everywhere that matters to me. This has been Cross Atlantic Gaming. We are out. Take care. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. -bye. Thank you so much, uh, Thousand, for coming on. We appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Uh, And also, quick shout out to uh, Chaotic. He was on the show last (laughs) night, recording problems. We are so sorry, buddy. We will get you on uh, shortly, though, and we'll hopefully get all that straightened out. So, you know, sorry that we couldn't air that one, but... You know, it the the recording was uh, it did not pan out good. So, anyways. Back to back to what I'm thankful for, real quick. Um, <laughs> yeah, super glad we were able to get the dirty, filthy British out of our country oh, because yeah. it just was not working out. It wasn't a, it wasn't a, it, hey, it wasn't a you thing. It was a us thing, it, you know. So in a minute, it's going to be about my it, foot in your backside thing. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, what do you mean you don't it, like drinking tea? It, <laughs> hey, I actually do like drinking tea. I oh. actually do like tea. So, uh, so yeah. But yeah, anyways, I think it all worked out for the better, though. Yeah. Thoughts impressed with all the tea that was lost. <laughs> it just made the harbor taste really good. After uh, that, so, you know. Tea. Win win. I hate tea. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate, yeah, hates tea, though. Let's cut this out. I've got kids to pick up.